Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company, where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, welcome to another episode of Aging in Style with Lori Williams. So glad you've joined in today because we are talking about guilt. And the reason I decided this is podcast worthy, we really need to talk about guilt is because I run across people every day in in talking with families who are needing to either bring resources in for their senior family member or move them to a community just about everyone has guilt over the situation. And so last week I was working with a daughter and I'm just going to give her a fake name. I'm going to call her Mary, but her story really resonated with me. And I thought, you know, this is the perfect time to share her story. And then also to talk about guilt and about ways to overcome guilt, you know, why we feel guilt, how to overcome it. So this lady, Mary, she's young, she's in her thirties and has two young elementary school-aged kids at home, and both of her parents were diagnosed with dementia. They were living in their own home. The mother had started wandering, and she had been brought home by the police a number of times, and also by some strangers. So luckily, nothing you know bad had happened to her yet, but obviously it was a 911 situation. The dad was a, even a little further progressed in his journey with dementia. He needed a lot of care. He, you know, it helped bathing, dressing, brushing his teeth. You know, he's having issues with incontinence. So he really needed a lot of care. So she brought them to her house while, you know, she could kind of figure out what the game plan was going to be. Obviously, they needed memory care. So in speaking with her, she told me about them. Um, and she told me a story that her dad, when she and her brother were in high school, her dad bought long-term care policies for he and the mother. So they both had these, I mean, incredible long-term care policies. And they would joke about it while she was growing up. Like, you know, they drive past a, you know, senior community and he would jokingly say, you know, that's my home. That's the home you're going to put me in. And that it was just kind of like a family joke. Well, fast forward. Now they both have dementia and they need to go to memory care. And thankfully they have the resources to do it, to afford a very nice uh, memory care. So we were moving forward with the plan and the night before they were to move into the community, she called me and she was crying. She was so upset and just racked with guilt. And she said, my dad is saying to me, I can just live on your couch. Let me just live here. I don't want to go. And, you know, and her mom wasn't wanting to go. And it was just so much stress on her. And she's thinking, okay, what am I doing? I can't, I can't move them forward. They don't want to go. And so as I was talking to her, I remember the story she told me about her dad purchasing the long-term care policies. And I said, Mary, your dad, when he was in his right mind, you know, before he had dementia, he purchased these long-term care policies. He invested in this for his future, for he and your mom's future, so that they wouldn't be a burden on you. You're not going to have to come up with money to take care of them, you know? And so as I said that to her, it was like a light bulb went on. And she said, oh my gosh, you know, you're right. This is what he wanted to do. And he can't tell me now that's what he wants to do, that he wants to be in a memory care. But when he could make that decision, he did. So thankfully, that made her guilt 
kind of go away some and they were able to move into their memory care and they're there now and you know everything is is going well so the more i kind of reflected on that story i just kind of kept thinking about that for a couple of days and i thought you know so many people really really struggle with guilt and i I think it's something that we need to talk about so what i want to start off with is there comes a time where you have to have the conversations with your with your parents and a lot of people i find you know, maybe it's denial or maybe it's just, you know, we don't want to do something that's uncomfortable. So we put it off. We don't want to go there and have that conversation. But we need to be aware. We need to look for signs and red flags that something is not as it should be. And, you know, a lot of times we'll say, hey, you know, mom, you know, maybe we noticed something and we're like, mom, you're, you're doing OK, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Well, we need to look beyond that. So if I'm visiting, for example, you know, So I was visiting my mom and she was living alone. And this is not the case for my mom, but (laughs) I was at at her home visiting and I saw that she was not eating right, opened her refrigerator and she had expired food, noticed that she really wasn't going out. She was staying in by herself, seemed depressed, not her normal self. I would question that. Those are all red flags. And even though that might be uncomfortable to have that conversation and she's telling me, hey, I'm fine, I know she's not fine. We covered red flags in episode 21. And so I would, you know, highly recommend you go back and and listen to that podcast episode because we gave a lot of really good uh, red flags and things to look for. The other um, common scenario or another, you know, another red flag to look for when both parents, one or both parents are having health issues or dementia, you know, maybe your mom is caring for your dad, he has dementia, and that's taking a toll on her health. We see this all of the time that in couples, one will cover for the other. And, you know, because they don't want to interrupt your life, basically, is a lot of that's a lot of the reason. And sometimes maybe they're embarrassed about it. Or they don't want to be forced into a situation where they have to, to move because they're scared. So, you know, that would be another case that's time to jump in and, and see what's going on. Because if your mom is helping your dad in and out of bed and, you know, they're in their 80s, it's just a matter of time before she injures her back and we're going to be in a worse situation. Another scenario that we see all the time is, you know, maybe you're the caregiver and you are completely burning out, whether you are, you know, the spouse caring for your for your spouse or you're the adult child trying to take care of a, you know, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, whoever it may be. It's taking a toll on your health and relationships. A lot of times when we see um, one spouse caring for another you know, they they may be having health issues, too, but they keep saying, you know, they're saying to themselves, you know, I promised always be there in sickness and health. I'm going to be his caregiver. And a lot of times they really cannot can no longer be the caregiver. So having the conversation about moving into senior living with your parent is probably one of the hardest decisions and discussions that an adult child can ever have. And it's super, super easy just to get stuck in your guilt and do nothing, kind of go into the whole denial that I see nothing and I'm going to do nothing. (laughs) Guilt is just, you know, it's a powerful emotion and it increases your stress. It's going to drain your energy and it will cloud your judgment as well. A story that I always think about pretty early on in my career in senior living, I uh, worked with a gentleman. He was very kind, very nice man. And his story has stuck with me because it had such a tragic ending. And he was an only child. 
His parents lived in a different city. His dad had dementia and he needed to quit driving. And they really, quite honestly, they needed to move into um, assisted living minimum. So the mom was older as well, but she she didn't have dementia. But the son went went to visit his parents. You know, I gave him some advice, gave him some tips, gave him some, you know, places to think about moving them. And his dad said, no, I'm not going to give up driving. And he did not want to force the issue, even though his dad, there were the red flags. He'd had some fender benders. He was diagnosed with dementia. He was showing a lot of signs of, you know, short-term memory loss. And um, so the son called me back. He said, I, I can't do anything. I can't do it. They're going to stay in their home. My dad's going to continue driving. Well, not a month later, I hear from him that his dad was driving. He and mom were in the car and they pulled out on a highway in front of an 18 wheeler and they were both killed instantly. And I mean, that is just such an awful story. And I can't even imagine the guilt that would go with that, knowing that I should have taken the keys away and also the guilt of the you know, poor truck driver who they pulled out in front of. So, you know, I'm saying that has just really had an effect on me when I'm talking to families to help them overcome guilt. And I have shared that story with families in the past, too. You know, and I I see the effect of guilt every day when I speak with families, especially those who are part of the sandwich generation. And, And we've talked about the sandwich generation before, but it's where you are the child and you have young kids you're still caring for, and then you have older parents. So you are stuck in the middle. And a lot of times it's the daughter and she still works too. So imagine that, small kids at home, working and caring for aging parents. Not an easy job. So you end up you know, missing out on your son's soccer game or going away, having special time with your spouse. Um, you just miss out on a lot of things because you are so busy and not feeling that you can give any of this up because of the guilt. So let's talk about how we can get past this guilt of there's so many resources out there, guys. So you can bring in a caregiver to help with mom. You can talk to your parent about moving to a senior community. But first, we have to get past any guilt that you are having about bringing up this discussion. I think the real question is, you know, why why do we feel guilty about this? And in kind of giving this some thought, I think the main there's four four big reasons. So one, it's the role reversal, and that's very uncomfortable. And when I, what I mean by that is going from, you know, your dad or your mom, you went to them for advice, and now it's kind of turned and you're needing to step in and help them make a decision and help them with care. So it can be very awkward to have those conversations. Um, Your parents may be very private about financial situations. They may have never discussed money with you. So you have absolutely no clue what they can afford. And also, as I said earlier, with couples, one will cover for the other. So, um, you know, if there's dementia with one, they may be resistant into telling you how bad things are. Second reason I think we feel guilty is we feel like a failure. You try to be the best caregiver ever. You try to do everything. And this is, I mean, women are like this. You know, we think we can do, <laughs> we can do everything. We can take care of kids. We can work. We can take care of parents. We can do it all. We're, we're fine. And uh, no, we're not. <laughs> you can't do it all. And, I, you know, I think a lot of women I speak with, primarily women, they feel like um, 
you know, moving mom or dad to assisted living or memory care is just kind of showing the world that they failed, that they were not able to provide the care that they they should have been able to do. Where in reality, you are seeking out what's best for your mom and dad. I mean, you're moving them to an assisted living where they can be taken care of. It doesn't mean you failed. It means you made a smart decision to keep your mom or dad or whatever, whoever your loved one is, you've made the smart decision to get them the care that they need. Another reason people feel guilty is, I mean, honestly, you just don't know what you don't know. And it's all about perception of what senior living is. And maybe you promised, I'll never put you in a nursing home, when the reality is, moving to a senior community is the most loving thing you can do in a nursing home. I'm putting that in quotes. You can't see me. A nursing home is not the only option out there. There are so many other great options for senior living. There's independent assistant, memory care, care homes. We've uh, gone over this before. We have a podcast. I think it's uh, Senior Housing 101. It's episode five, I believe. But I'll put a link at the bottom of this so you can go back and review those. So, I mean, really moving into the right type of senior housing, which there are so many different types, um, could actually improve the quality of your parents' life. I mean, both medically and socially. You know, parents often thrive. Another reason for guilt is change is just hard. I mean, no one wants to change. I mean, you have to think about downsizing everything in the house, moving your parents out of their comfort zone. Um, They may have lived in this house for 50 years. And, you know, to move from that very, very familiar environment into a new environment is it's overwhelming for anyone, but especially You know, if you're 80, 90 years old, sure, it's going to take a minute to kind of get your bearings in your new environment. And um, this can be overwhelming. And then for the adult children, if it's your childhood home, you may have, you know, some feelings of sadness and nostalgia that it's come to this, that now we have to move from the home. So, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of emotion that goes into all of this. So let's just move past guilt. What can we do to move past it? And I believe the best way is to open conversation, just to have dialogue, talk to people, talk to your parents. And it's better to do this sooner rather than later, before maybe they have dementia, if possible, before anything, you know, they have a a crisis situation, like break a hip, and now you're trying to figure out what to do. And that's unfortunately, I will tell you, most of the calls I get are crisis mode. So people have not ever researched senior living. They'll call me and say, my mom broke her hip. We don't know what to do. Does she just need to live in a nursing home? We don't know don't know how much money she makes. We don't know anything. And I feel like it's really important to first, before you're in a crisis, to have these conversations with your parents about what are your wishes? What can you afford? What is your income? What would you like to do? Do you want to stay home with the caregiver? Do you have a long-term care policy? All these questions it's important to know what their desires are. And to kind of go back to my story in the beginning of Mary, she knew that her parents had purchased this long-term care policy and like it had become, you know, throughout life, it was sort of like this family joke about, oh, that's my home. That's the home you're going to put me in. But she knew that's what they wanted and that they, they had the resources to afford it. Also, let's not get paralyzed 
with guilt. You don't know what you don't know. So as I said earlier, let's just start researching senior living communities. There's so many options. I mean, beyond the 1970s nursing home that is probably living in your mind right now. (laughs) We also want to be proactive rather than reactive. And that's where, again, all about educating and conversation. So, um, you know, take a listen to some of the other podcasts we've done. The reason we do these podcasts is to educate people on all the resources, what's out there and what's available as we age. So once you have overcome the guilt about talking to your parents about moving and you move them into senior living, you might think, I don't feel guilty anymore. But for a lot of people, it's completely normal to still have some of those feelings of guilt and worry. And the question is, you know, how do you cope with those feelings of guilt? And here's some ideas that I think can help with that. So as you are deciding on which type of senior community to move your parents into, let's let's go forward with a positive attitude. Let's make it as positive as an experience as possible. Maybe help them with decorating it. You're going to bring pictures and furniture and, you know, things from their home, the things that they love and that mean something to them. And you want to have excitement as you're telling them, you know, talking about their new home. Maybe your mom wants a new bedroom set. She's moving to independent living. She wants a new bedroom set. She wants new bedding. Go shopping. Make it fun. Make it something new. Other thing is ease the transition. And by that, I think it's very important to have good communication with the senior community where they're moving, especially, you know, if it's memory care or assisted living where maybe they're not able to speak up and say what things they they like or dislike. For example, your mom loves sitting outside. She loves to be outside. She loves to see flowers and, you know, wants to garden if at all possible. So make sure that they they know that about her. Or um, maybe your dad's moving to assisted living and his routine for the past 50, 60 years has been to get up each morning and uh, read his read the newspaper from, you know, cover to cover while drinking his coffee. So make sure they're aware of that and can make sure, you know, that's going to happen, that he's going to have his newspaper and his coffee in the morning. And then celebrate small victories. So, you know, did your mom have a really good lunch? You know, she loved, maybe they had salmon and she loved it. It was cooked perfectly, whatever. You know, celebrate that, that, oh my gosh, that was a wonderful lunch. Or maybe they met a new friend or played dominoes with a new group or did a craft. Maybe they made a wreath for Easter or whatever it may be. And then so important, stop second guessing yourself. Remember why you made the choice to move them to senior living. So, I mean, remember, mom was isolated in her home. You know, you visited her. She was not eating well. She was sad. She was lonely. Now she's an independent living where she's thriving. She's making friends. She's getting three hot meals a day. Housekeeping's being done. Or maybe dad has dementia and he was wandering. And now he's in a secure environment, a memory care where he's safe. And there are people who are specially trained in dementia care, and they're making sure all of his needs are met. Also, give it time. And it's going to take sometimes 30, 60 days to adapt. And, it's, you know, it's a transition. So don't freak out two days in. And, you know, I do get those calls sometimes from families that, you know, they've only moved them two days ago. And so mom may be, you know, kind of being a pill about it, saying I hate it here or whatever. But just don't have a knee jerk reaction and be like, oh, my God, I made the wrong decision. I've got to move her. Give it 
give it a minute. <laughs> Let them adapt. You know, it's going to be, it is a transition. It's going to take longer than a couple of days. Um, I also think it's important, you know, keep a journal about how you're feeling and uh, maybe talk to someone about it, your spouse, your friend, or, you know, if need be, to a professional if you're really having a hard time with the guilt. And then I think it's always important to have time to take care of yourself, especially if you were the caregiver for years, whether you were the child as the caregiver or a spouse as a caregiver. Now's the time to kind of rediscover what you enjoy. You know, maybe you loved reading, but you were so busy taking care of um, your spouse that you just never had time. So now start reading again. Maybe join a book club, go get a massage, um, go out to dinner with friends, do things that maybe you used to do and you really miss, or maybe try new things. Guys, I hope that you found value in this podcast. And I hope this gives you some new tools to help you, you know, kind of kick guilt to the curb if it's becoming an issue for you and moving forward and helping your mom or dad look into senior housing. I also have a website with lots of other resources and all the podcast episodes are there. So definitely go to my website, which is lauriwilliams-seniorservices.com. And if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and are ready to begin researching senior living, there's a contact form on my website to fill that out. And me or a member of my team will reach out to you and we're happy to get the ball rolling there and answer the questions that you have. And as always, thank you so much for listening and be sure to share it with your friends and family and we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye-bye.